Cloudspeaker Studios. This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. Bishop, um, you have just twisted your ankle. You have given two of your XP, all of my XP, all of your XP to uh, Jeff, uh, whose last name is not Reed Dean Morgan. Was Cardi. Or, yeah, or Car- Carter. Carter. Yeah, Jeff Carter. Jeff Cardi B. You are now in this candy shop, and Jeff, um, he grabs some some ice from the back and hands it to you, and he says, uh, uh, "Hey, are you gonna are you gonna be okay?" Are you Canadian? Because you are shockingly polite for someone whose window just got kicked in. Well, it was the mosquito. You just you just said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even still, like this is your property. Like you, you did you, you did pay him for yeah, it. You, yeah, you did, Adva- you did. Stop being so meta and advance the plot. <laughs> no, I mean like even then in the moment, I don't Fair think enough, Hal yes. would be like, "You are." I didn't know nice people existed. <laughs> I try to be nice. Try to try to think the best of people, and you paid for the door immediately. So like. You know, I'm going to help you out. I'm not going to leave you walking back where, wherever you're going. I was going to go back to the hotel. We're in, just in town for the day, hour. You have a hotel and you're here for an hour? Well, I mean, you know, the hour I'm awake and then afterwards I'm asleep and then hop in the car and then head back on my way, I guess. None of that made a lot of sense, but, you know, it's always nice to meet new people, so... Um, yeah, what uh, what what does bring you to to town here? Business. I'm a legitimate businessman, Hal Bishop. Jesus Christ! And then I pull out one of my uh, official uh, Hal Hal Bishop legitimate businessman business cards that I made on uh, Rudy's printer. And it says and it says legitimate business. <laughs> it says Hal Bishop legitimate businessman. <laughs> Do you use these for like fast talk purposes? Like what? I, oh wait, <gasps> I have a move called the badge. That it gives me plus one to anything involving like talking my way into something or something like You're that. You're not in trouble right now. I know, though. but I'm just saying in general. I, I that's th- my new badge. <laughs> I feel like the CIA badge gets you further, but okay. <laughs> well, I feel like if they know I'm a government agent, they're less likely. They're to less work. likely. Well, yeah. So this is the exact the, opposite. Yes, but anyway, as we have just established over the past five minutes, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, well, thank you for the business card. Um, yeah. Th- does it have your Number yeah. on here? Yeah, yeah, it's got my cell number on there. If you ever need anything, any romance tips, if you need any connections made, I'm I'm your businessman. Wait, hold hold up real quick. You felt it too? You felt like a connection? Cuz like man, I don't feel much. But like, who boy, like that was just like there was charged air there. What are you doing tomorrow evening? I am... I don't know. What do you want to do? 
the real person we needed to, to help heal their heart was Hal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, uh, how, I hear there's a band playing nearby if you want to go to a concert. You didn't hear that anywhere. Shut the fuck up. I'm not in the scene. Yeah, I'd love to go to a band concert. Hell yeah. What was your name again? My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. My name is Jeff. Jeff, Hal Bishop. I think we're going to be close friends. Then I wink and I walk out the door. That wasn't what he wanted. He wants to be more than friends. I know. I'm setting up a Back to the Future situation, and currently I'm Marty McFly, he's my mom, and we've got to go find Crispin Glover. <laughs> we've got to go find Paul Rudd. <laughs> Where the fuck do you go? Tell um, me. I, did I know that you were going to the restaurant? Uh, I mean, it's kind of the assumption when we split up. It was, it was the other place that we kind of immediately okay. knew, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I walk up and I kind of just peer through the car and see Delaney just chilling in there. Hey, bud, what's going on? Hey, hey, Hal. Just, uh, just sitting, just biding my time. Notice how the, the, the time didn't flip over? It doesn't matter. Here, get, get I in. I think it matters. I gave a guy all of my money and then broke his window. Actually, broke his window, then gave him all my money. It won't, well, you won't be and getting... now I'm on a date with him, I think, and it's not repeating, and now my actions have consequences again, and look, that's not a good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just get in the car, Hal. All right, and then I, I get in the driver's side. I, I spoke with Ella. She was in the restaurant. Okay. And so the, the number of the resets we get is infinite so to speak but we're on we're on a clock and i believe we have a few hours left to play with and after that it's too late and this thing that she keeps talking about it just it is what it is and other than that it was a very frustrating conversation i i did learn we're supposed to be setting Jeff up with a, a Paul or something like that, although apparently you're trying to set up Jeff with you, but it doesn't matter. I didn't if we just, try. It's just happened. I don't really care because all we have to do is just sit in this car for a few hours and time will have run out and we can go on with our lives. Finally. I, I look, Ella is leading us on a, a, a merry sort of, well, a Whatever this issue is, she can't seem to want to solve it herself, and we've just been been picked up and plucked and placed in a game that we don't understand and that the rules don't make sense of. She's making promises she can't keep, and frankly, I'm fed up with it. So I'm just we're just gonna wait down the clock. And then it won't matter, and then we could just go. We still have to get to We never even got to talk to we we gotta go to to Sarah's mom. Yeah. Um, about that plan, I'm not sure if this theory holds any water, but for us, an hour is based around how long our planet goes around the sun. I don't think their hours are like our hours. I don't know what you're basing that on. I mean, 
look, we're still in loop six, and... And, 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 you know, I asked point-blank what was going on in those four hours we lost, and she wouldn't tell me. Well... Uh, she wouldn't tell me, and and I'm I'm tired of... I'm just going to sit here. We don't owe anyone any... This isn't our jurisdiction at all. We were selected for this for completely random reasons. Well, as someone who has in their past used information as a way to get things out of people, I will tell you that there's probably a good reason she didn't tell you what happened during those hours. If she did, there's no more bargaining chip. And That's, that's not even what she... <laughs> that's not even what she tried to bargain with is the funny thing. What are you talking about? I know I've maybe been a little more erratic than usual... You don't say. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, you remember when I asked you what the weirdest thing you'd ever seen was? Yeah. Would you like to know the weirdest thing I've ever seen? I'm gonna say yes. And I am beyond terrified of the answer. I would too. Because I never saw it. When I was 15, and I was just walking back from school, just, just walking home, one minute, I, I, was, I was just doing that, I was, I was walking home, and then I woke up, sitting in the grass, underneath a tree, it was dawn, the grass was all wet, and I had no idea where I was. I'd, 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 never, I'd never been there before, wherever it was, and I got up, I, it was, it was, it was a, a, a park, um, and I asked the first person I saw, where, where I was, and it was three towns over. And then I checked the newspaper, and it was four days later. I don't know what. I, I, I. I said, you know, if it is anyone, I, I was basically running around that town asking if anybody had, had seen me doing anything around in the, the past few days, and everyone thought that I was just crazy. No one recognized me. No one knew me. I had to take, like, three buses back home. I, my mother didn't really notice I was gone. I used to run away a lot at that time, so she was kind of used to it at that point, but I, I asked, you know, at school, like my classmate, nobody, the last time anybody saw me was walking home from school. I never learned what happened in those four days, and I have made peace now with the fact 
that I probably never will, but at the time, that became everything. I, everything else in my life stopped because I had to know. I had no, it, it was something that I, I didn't know if it would happen again. I didn't know when or, or where or, or what, had, what had, had brought it on or what I could have done or been done to me in that time. I dedicated the rest of what I thought would be the rest of my life to trying to, to figure it out. I threw myself into any and every thing that I, I learned and found out about that was was strange and, and abnormal, that, that seemed even close to what I experienced. I, but it was, it, it, it was haphazard, it was pointless. I never, I mean, I, I, I did a bunch of things that I'm shocked didn't get me killed, and and then that that was how the director found me years years later, chasing down whatever nonsense I came across, and and he helped me, Hal. He gave me a purpose outside of just. A manic obsession. He showed me that even, even if I wouldn't ever be able to figure out what happened to me, I would be able to stop things like that from happening to other people. I could protect other people in a way that I was not able to be protected. He he gave me a, a purpose in a life that, frankly, I was wasting and I would do anything for him because of that I'm <laughs> I'm sorry I, I I don't know where I don't know where I was where I went with I no I I don't want to be here I feel like we're stuck here. Like I said, we don't know what... We don't know what an hour means to them. I mean, it's not exactly like Ella is that good at being on the same level of humans. You know, Ella, human person? So, I feel like we gotta do what the director wants you to do and help people. I, if we don't help out here... Jeff dies. If we don't get involved, someone will die. And a man will go to jail not because he not because he deserves it, but because of a drunken night of passion. It may not be a weird thing, but it's still a bad thing that we can stop. People die every day, Hal. People get people get shot, people, you know, you other people do whatever terrible things to each other on a daily basis. That's not a strange thing. That's not... So you get to decide which ones need to be saved and not? Is it only if the Mothman comes along that they deserve to be rescued? These people are in danger and they need our help. 
Fine. I'll... I don't know if I... I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, it's really out of our fucking wheelhouse. Yeah. Also, I think I have to find a band to play a concert tomorrow evening. I mean, only if we do this. And I very much don't want to. I mean, I can just crash the car into a brick wall and we get a fresh restart if you don't like the whole band playing out. I appreciate your support. I I think we're in a little deeper than that, but look, what if what if you go and I If you need to take time, you can. I I'll figure something out. I mean, you have been clearly running crazy for your entire life. You can take a break if you need to. No. No, you know what? You're right. No, I, I, no, I can't. I am going to have to do something that you're not going to like. Please don't eat all those caffeine pills again. No, no, not that. I already had three anyway. I need to take the car. Where? To the Amtrak station. I'm sorry, why? I'm going... Look... I'm going to try to finish this and get us out of here. And you have a date with Jeff, if I'm to to understand correctly. I have beyond a date with Jeff. I know where Jeff is going to be. Then you need to be there. That means if you can find, what was it, Paul? Paul. Then you need to be there. So I, I'm going to need the car. This is a real sitcom-ass plot, but let's do it. (laughs) Then I hand you the keys. Scotty from the future, just cutting in here to say, um, um, well, it's just that, like, um, it's like Charles from the future got to talk in, like, the first episode of this arc, and then, like, Megan from the future got to talk in, like, the second episode, and then they didn't, they didn't, like, ask me... They didn't, like, ask me to do anything, and so I was like, well, maybe Scotty from the future could just, like, cut in, cut in and tell them, um, tell them that they need to be, make, make sure you're drinking water out there, folks, and make sure you're, um, make sure you're doing something that you love and that brings you joy. Lower, lower those cortisol levels. It's a tough time out there, and you know what? Maybe order, get you a pizza if you need it. It's okay. Um... Also, listen to Fun Fiction, the show where me and Megan make terrible fan fan fiction. It's really good. I rewrote Paul Blart Mall Cop 3. Um, there, he, did Charles really put this in the episode?
I just need a second just to like. Hey suck Charles, in. are you fully prepared for the fact that I am going my do my damnedest to play Johnny B. Good at the end of this fucking episode? I'm so excited <laughs> because um, Carl's still in play. Uh, Paul, we need to solve. Uh, Jeff being into Scotty or being into Hal. Sorry. Hi, it is me. Hi. <laughs> Um, y'all, this is a very fucking cohesive story. Yeah. Look at us go. I do love that, because one of my favorite theories about writing is if you're going to make great characters, keep your plot simple, and if you're going to make your plot complicated, keep your characters simple. And this has some complicated-ass character shit. The plot is an episode of Two and a Half Men. (laughs) (laughs) If it was a Groundhog Day. Yeah. (laughs) With aliens. (laughs) Actually, this is, is it, what was it, Au Pair, the film where the two twins had to get their parents together? <laughs> Isn't that the parent trap? That's right. Yeah, parent <laughs> trap. Got a parent trap, these kids, Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you're driving back down towards the Am- Amtrak station, which is just like right past, and you drive right past it, the, the field where you saw, um, the where you see the spaceship leave every single time, and the spaceship is just kind of hovering over there, just kind of doing its own thing, having expected to having to, well, I'm not going to give it any kind of like emotions there, but you do see it. Um, And you just kind of... That's the bird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you drive past into the Amtrak station. And at this point, like, um, the train has left. So this is the last train um, to this Amtrak station for for the day. And um, people are are leaving, and there is... um, Somebody kind of just... I was going to say, uh, Delaney has just made an unfortunate realization. They don't know who, what the fuck Paul looks like. So yeah. I'm about to go do something real dumb. Or if Paul's even there, now that I think about it, because like... Oh yeah, we don't know when Paul was coming. Shit. Mmm. Good... Good question. I think this is time to use your investigate skills. skills All right. Skills, I guess skills. I roll to inv- I guess I'm rolling to investigate. Yeah, I guess to roll. I roll to run in here and go, Paul. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Oh, that was fully my plan was to just run up to the crowd of people and scream Paul. But I had a, like a thing back behind that as a, a thought. Paul, it's me. Ask Paul! Delaney. Paul, it's me, Delaney. <laughs> Your dad's in trouble. It's about Jeff. It's about Jeff. Jeff. You don't know him, but he's in trouble. <laughs> you gotta save your future husband. I don't know how far you guys get in your relationship. Okay, that's a ten plus one is an eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. Answers to two questions. Okay. Uh, where would I find blank? How secure is blank? Who or what is related to blank? Who owned or employed blank? Uh, who or what is blank most valuable to? And what is the relationship between blank and blank? Well, obviously, number one is where can I find Paul? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and number two, hmm, hmm. I mean, there are questions that I'd like to ask, but they're not relevant to this Amtrak station. <laughs> there's there's a very specific question that can give you a lead into... I mean, who, well, because it's like, who or what is employed by... Uh, employed is not the best one. Yeah, no. Okay, what is on, the relationship between? Between Paul and this Amtrak station? Oh, Paul and Jeff. If there's a previous relationship. Oh, they know each other already? No, not necessarily. They could have, like, some kind of connection, though. 
yes, that's what all of this is about, that apparently it's super important that these two people fall in love. <laughs> Fine, yes, that one. What, what the, why? <laughs> what, what up with Paul and Jeff? <laughs> What's their whole shit about? Yeah, so the more immediate question of how do I find this man and, hey, what's with Paul and Jeff? <laughs> Have you ever gone to a, like, a place? No. And you Never. look at somebody and you're like, that's a Paul. That's the situation. <laughs> that's the situation here. Um, I, literally, I use my pole detecting skills. Literally, because it's just one guy left at this this um, uh, train station left. Um, Is he recreating the terminal? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, yes. No. Um, he is on his phone trying to call for what seems to be as a cab as you're pulling up, trying to reach somebody to give him a ride. So, um, yeah. What about my second question? You have to do that in in scene. I'm not going to just... Oh, yeah, that's, I, that's what I fucking roll for. You are going to get that. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I pull up. Hey, what's the relationship between you and Jeff? Oh, what's the relationship between you and Jeff? It's me, Delaney. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to have to roll real good for this. Um, I pull up. Paul? Are you Paul? Yeah, ho holy, holy crap! That was that was a quick one. Yeah, yes. Well, well, it's a slow night, you know. There's there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, you're the, you're the uh, you're with the the the, ca the taxi company. Yep. Wow. Cool. Oh, can I can I hop hop on in? Tell me where I'm going, bud. Cool. I I've been j I'm trying to jiggle this door. Is it? Oh yeah, it's a little. Here, hang on. It gets it gets kind of hang on, and it kind of. Bam! Their like mash their elbow into it, and oh, ah, there we go. And, and it opens up, and Paul's oh cool, thank you. And he throws his bag in the back of the the car, and sits on in. And the door it takes him like three or four slams to get the the back door closed. Yeah, we're very underfunded. Uh, yeah, well, uh, thank you so much for picking me up. Um, where 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 am I taking you to? So I uh I. Got off on the wrong train, and uh, or I got off on the wrong stop, and we're pretty far out of where I was. I was trying to go to the New York City. You're far off from New York City. I'm not sure how you you messed that one up. I, I can take you in. I'm not going. I'm not going to drive you to New York City in my cab, Paul. But I can take you into. The nearest town, at least. Uh, it's pretty close by. You can get a bite to eat. There's a there's a hotel. Nice. Um, is there like any like bakeries or anything like that? I love I like a good like like sweet. It's like ten thirty at n or God, it's even later than that. It's like eleven o'clock at night. So I wouldn't get your hopes up. Let's start at the burger place. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh, so what's what's uh what's in New York City? Tried my hand in. Uh, cooking schools. Trying my hand in baking schools. Just, I love using my hands on food, <laughs> <laughs> and I just I haven't found what I can use my hands for. 
I have a rat. It lives on my hair <laughs> under a hat, and it won't fucking shut up. <laughs> well, that sounds like quite the dilemma. Um, Here is my MacGuffin for you. Yes. Gee. <laughs> what if I told you I know a man with a can? <laughs> now, that would be very weird. Actually, no, Ash is fucking done with this. What if I told you, actually, um, there's a candy store in this town, and I bet they need help with candy? I know you're trying to go to New York City. Um, and then I guess, do we have to drive? Yeah, because you said we drive by these different things to get to the middle of the town, so I assume we're driving by the candy store. Right, and I think, like... And it's broken into. You drive up, and you park in front of... The, the candy shop. Jeff is still, like, trying to, like, close, like, barricade the door so that it's just, it's going to close at least for the night so that he can get a door tomorrow. It's kind of like the situation. So uh, I pull up the Fiesta and I kind of park and I, I have, like, the windows down and I say way too loudly, oh, and, and Paul, this is the candy store that I mentioned earlier, although it looks like it, it ran into a bit of trouble. What what's that about? I wonder. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry back here. Uh, can we just like go to that burger place? What, what's who's? Hey, what what happened to you? Uh, somebody broke into my store. That that sounds like a a, a pickle, and you're all alone in this candy store, huh? Uh, and Jeff looks at the two of you in this car. Do I need to call the cops? Wow, a guy fucking breaks in. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, cause, oh, cause you're all alone here. No, no, I, I just mean, um, you, it must be very difficult to have to deal with these, these situ, these candy store situations by yourself, isn't it? Okay. If you don't leave, if you t- the two of you don't leave in the next. Few minutes. I'm calling. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the cops. Isn't this guy handsome? Paul. Paul. Poke your head out. Poke. Poke. Look. He makes. He makes. Paul does things to food with his hands. Stop rolling down the window. He's looking for a place. I'm gonna try to to work with his hands at your candy store. Maybe. Hi. Uh. I'm Paul. Sorry. I rent. I got a cab and this happened. Sorry. It's, ser- it's serendipity is what it is. You you wanted the sweets and and look here's a man all by him. He's neat. Tell don't you want to give him a hand? Can we please go? Can we? This is just like this is clearly this is destiny, Paul. Don't you want to embrace the 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 pa- This is this isn't the kind of coincidence that happens every day. You brought me to a candy store that had just been broken into. And a man who looks visibly frustrated at the situation. And, like, verbally... uh, Did you catcall him? No, I I was saying that you looked handsome. I catcalled you. Well, can I catcall you if you're in the car with me? You also catcalled him. You said that he was handsome, too. You're both handsome. I don't know. I don't... Look... Is this your first? It's my first night as a cab driver. I'm very flustered. Uh, please, please don't. Oh, online reviews don't exist yet, thank God. Um, and I'm just, I'm very, I'm very flustered. And 
when I saw the the can the man at the candy store, first I thought, you know, you were telling me about sweets and and candy, and I thought uh, when I saw that man that I recognized him, and then I realized that I didn't, and I was just kind of trying to play it off, and it, it went very poorly. How about I don't charge you for the cab ride? I would, I would appreciate that. Let's go get those burgers. I'll, I'll. I saw it when we got here. I'm gonna just walk. You, yeah, you could just. Yeah, I'll just leave you here. Cool. You're, you're, you seem like you're doing fine. Thank, th- thanks. I. You're welcome. Oh God. And Paul walks off. <laughs> Jeff is still just like looking at you. Uh, Ash very quickly drives away, but they do lean their head out of the car and go, let love into your life, Jeff. Don't be afraid of it. <laughs> be open to new experiences romantically. There were many parts of me that just wanted to be like, Hal suddenly walks by, shoots Jeff in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Everything resets. What the fuck were you doing? <laughs> um, okay. All right. I mean, I don't feel like either of our plans are currently working, so I do think a fresh start wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I know. Oh, here. I, I would say uh, Ash finds you walking along somewhere on whatever your quest is. Well, I think Hal is still nearby looking for band stuff. And I've- and they, they pull up in the Ford Fiesta and they roll down the window and they go, I think we may need to shoot Jeff in the head. <laughs> I think it may be for the... Or, you know, we can shoot... I could shoot myself in the head at this point, honestly. Look. It didn't go well. We're not going to get many opportunities to do this. Let's go big. The next shot you see is the Ford Fiesta on top of the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Velma, let's keep driving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it just soars off the side. Into the candy store, massive explosion. Uh, the, the, the flash of light happens. The two of you are back in the field. So plan C. Charles Joseph Kelly. This chapter's introduction was written by Megan Danger. Ash Delaney is played by Megan Danger. Hal Bishop is played by Scotty Moore. Cheyenne Midday is played by Nancy Dreckman. The narrator is played by Lee Shackelford. Everyone else is played by Charles Kelly. Thanks for joining the Weird Y'all. This has been a listener-supported production of Loudspeaker Studios. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.org.